Hello, welcome back to the Growth Jazz podcast, bringing you fitness education with practical application. Okie doke, so we are getting into part two of this little two-part series on the menstrual cycle. Um, And if you haven't listened to part one, I recommend you do that because I covered basically everything, all the basics you need to know about what happens in the different phases of our menstrual cycle. And today we're going to be building on that to talk about a bit more about how you might feel and symptoms and and things you might experience during different phases of your cycle, but also what that means for training and nutrition and whether we should be changing anything to be kind of aligned with our menstrual cycle. So let's jump in with talking a bit about how you might feel during PMS and during your period. Um, so so we know that PMS comes kind of at the end of the luteal phase and the follicular phase starts in kind of alignment with menses or bleeding or your period. And um, so we know that PMS, so premenstrual syndrome can occur during, as I said, that that luteal phase as we approach our period. And it's estimated that about 85% of us regularly experience at least one symptom. Um, and that can include things like pain, bloating, uh, being lethargic, uh, mood changes, those kind of things. But also, you know, around three to 8% of women are also going to suffer from a more severe form of PMS, which is called premenstrual dysphoric disorder so PMDD which can also include um, more kind of serious symptoms such as kind of depression um so the research also shows that many women are going to experience reduced concentration levels um during this time uh increased pain um quite obviously a greater amount of kind of negative feelings that can include you know perhaps being more hostile maybe feelings of fear or shame guilt anger um, sadness and in turn a decrease in levels of kind of positive feelings so interest and general joy I guess um, during that pre-menstrual period and the first few days of bleeding of menses of their period Um, and the good thing for us, I, I assume listening to this, you are someone who has, is interested in exercising and training. The good thing is it has been repeatedly shown that regular exercise does help reduce the severity of PMS symptoms. So the next topic I wanted to talk about is your metabolism during your cycle. Um, so your metabolism is basically this kind of group of chemical processes that very simply converts the calories that you eat Um into fuel for the body and now research suggests that in the luteal phase as we're approaching our period our metabolic rate actually increases which therefore can obviously lead to um, higher hunger levels and greater amounts of kind of cravings in that pre-period window once we start menstruating or bleeding um, this uh, our metabolic rate seems to fall again Um, so if that's something you experience in that pre-period time, that's likely why. To move on to your performance throughout your cycle, now the current research doesn't show any solid evidence for clear differences in you know, anaerobic, aerobic or strength actual performance between the different phases of the cycle. But what it has been found is 
an increase in our recovery rate and less muscle damage from training during our follicular phase. So that's the phase, you know, when our um well when we start our period, that's that first part of the of the of, of the menstrual cycle that, that lasts around kind of that that 16 day mark um and better recovery less muscle damage seems to put us in a better position to build strength strength during those first few weeks of the cycle obviously it may be a bit trickier during the period because you can also be feeling more lethargic and less concentrated maybe a bit uncomfortable as well um but especially once you've kind of finished bleeding it seems like that's a a time where the body is in the best position for strength building but this doesn't mean that you shouldn't be still training really hard during the luteal phase it's just some people will be unable to push themselves quite as hard now one of the main 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 things I want to get across here is the huge levels of variation between what people experience throughout their cycle and excuse me and the severity of their symptoms. Um, it's it's that reason that there the the huge variance in the research and just anecdotally, you know, ask anyone you know, and everyone has different experiences of their menstrual cycle, and it's for that reason and for the great levels of variance that there is no current evidence to suggest that one kind of blanket recommendation for alterations to training and nutrition throughout the cycle would be appropriate. For example, there's one survey that asks women about their performance during their period. You had 63% of them said their performance was unaffected. 8% of people said it was worse. 29% said it was better. So they're quite kind of all over the place. In another um, survey, you had 43% who reported no change. 38% said it was worse. 19% said it was better. And just both studies and surveys show such a range of results that Really, it would be misleading to say that there's any defined um, rules or alterations that everyone should be making. If people are saying, you know, on social media that you should be training like this in this phase and you need to change your food like this in this phase, it is likely that they are, A, kind of uh, misinformed and maybe just not well-researched enough taking a few studies at, at face value taking things too far or to be a bit more cynical it's quite a good way of like marketing and selling something that seems like that they can kind of make out that they're an expert in when in reality there just aren't these blanket recommendations we can make now I'll kind of move on to what you can do and what I do with my clients and that is going to start with cycle tracking. So the best place to start is just becoming aware of what you personally experience throughout your cycle and so whether using pen or paper or um, some kind of app that allows you to do so you can start tracking your cycle including kind of the duration of different phases and duration of your period your energy levels at different points throughout the month your you know perceived strength and gym performance hunger mood stay quite aware of those things and start to monitor them and after a few months you should be able to kind of decipher patterns in those factors throughout your cycle from there 
we can then decide if you need to make any changes to the way you train or eat throughout the cycle. Um, So as I said, this is something I do with a lot of my one-to-one clients. For a lot of them, and for actually quite a big majority, we keep pretty much everything the same, no matter where they are in their cycle. We have the awareness that during, you know, maybe during PMS and, and that kind of phase, the reps and weight they're lifting in the gym may take a bit of a hit but we are aware of the reasoning for that and their intent and kind of purpose and intensity stays the same within their training and for a lot of people you won't need to change anything you just keep going in and giving it the best you can at that point on that day now for some other clients they might experience you know more severe for example hunger and cravings during the pms period and as a solution I've got a few people where we increase their calorie target by, you know, one to 300 perhaps during that time to account for that extra hunger. Um, it, it allows that bit of extra flexibility also with food choices. So they might be able to include a few more um, when they've got more calories to play with, a, a bit more room to kind of include foods they might be craving more. But a really big reason for that is if you personally experience a big increase in hunger during that time, but you attempt to stick to the lower level, if you are struggling to keep to those lower calories and find yourself eating over them quite a lot, um, there some people have a tendency to just go way over them and just have a bit of a screw it moment um, and say, I'll start again tomorrow. And also some people might, even if they're you know, just a few hundred calories over, there may be feelings of kind of guilt associated with that if they think I should have stuck to the lower level. Actually, if we can recognise that there's a reason for it, we're giving ourselves permission to have those extra few hundred calories, that tends to kind of solve the problem quite nicely. Um, And the same could be made for some people's training. Some of my ladies, you know, might take an extra few rest days during certain times of their cycle. Maybe they're experiencing um, high levels of pain or discomfort. And we might focus then on more kind of gentle movement and walking instead. So that's quite a lot of information. As I said, I hope the main thing you take away from this is the fact that there is so much individual variance. um, But also recognising that we want to be working with our bodies and not against it. And if you are experiencing these regular um, patterns in terms of energy levels or training performance and those kind of things, it's okay to make some modifications for yourself and knowing why that might be and knowing where you are in your cycle and the impact that that might have, it's quite empowering because you're no, no longer getting surprised during your week of PMS when you can't you can't even get the same amount of reps as you did the week before you can accept it, you can understand it. And, excuse me, um, that that feels really good rather than feeling frustrated. um, And again, working against your body, trying to ignore certain things it's telling you. So I hope that was helpful. As always, any questions or advice you need, I'm always happy to kind of answer emails or DMs. Um, If you would like further guidance and support and to work with me directly, there is two main ways you can do that so either grow with jazz one-to-one coaching um which is my most kind of personalized and um you know supportive system in place to really help you and and be on that journey with you to, to reaching your goals and also the recently released train with jazz training subscription um which is a group training program ongoing group training program um 
with a whole lot of education, a private Facebook group to ask questions, get form checks, um, and just a real chance to you know stop spinning your wheels and wasting your time in the gym, have some really solid evidence-based programming, which is something that I kind of pride myself on. Um, a bit uh, you know and work with me at a more kind of affordable price point um so yes I hope you enjoyed that as I said any any questions do get in touch but that is all for me um from me for today have a great week and I'll speak to you all again very soon